0: Hello and welcome back to Down Dan Critics at Down.
1: My name is Morgan Roberts, and I am Dominic Fitzgerald. And welcome to 2021. And w- 2021, where we made it through a tough year. We made it through 2020. You know who didn't make it through 2020? The James Bond film, No Time to Die.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. Delayed again.
1: R.I.P. We can wait, bro. We can um, wait.
0: This 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 episode was gonna happen and then it wasn't gonna happen and then it is gonna happen again tonight. We're I'm yeah. recording on Sunday night. Um mm. we're recording on Sunday night. Uh we had a blackout and I'm like a legit 90s kid blackout where like I hadn't remembered one for so long that went for like probably like a good ninety minutes.
1: That's a good that's a good ninety minutes, huh?
0: And I was like, what have we still got? Like it'd still be nice to chat to Dom tonight. Yep. Mm. And I was like, "Bro, do you want to? Do you just want to do a clubhouse?" And he's like, "What do you mean? Uh, you mean the clubhouse? I've been on a waiting list for four weeks. <laughs> the
1: clubhouse, <laughs> the podcast famous clubhouse.
0: <laughs> it's which is kind of anti podcast, isn't it? If you think uh, about it, it is a podcasting what." Like, AM radio is to, like, high-quality content. <laughs> to, digital, I mean? to digital radio. Oh, hey, it's Jim. It's just, this is Jim calling in from Bandamba. And uh, let me tell you, there's all these Asians that have moved in down the street, and that's really...
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Listen, Jim, we don't keep that energy here, brother. You gotta
0: I mean, that's just me. T- that's just me, you know... That's you estimating
1: what 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 AM radio is. Yeah, all radio, like. all AM radio is. I mean, I haven't listened to, to AM radio in a while to to know. To be fair, like it's, yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, look, could be entirely uh, it for all we know.
0: The yeah. only time I listen to AM radio is when I listen to six twelve, which is in Queensland, is Radio National. Well, not Radio mm-hmm. National. It's whatever the ABC AM
1: yeah. is
0: in, the big, in where the big, I am.
1: Yeah, the Wide Connector.
0: Just to lif- listen to Jim Maxwell call cricket in summer. There we go. Because oh, jeez. Well, what The voice of summer. What else do you yeah. have? What else? What else is there? But now I don't even do that anymore because it's no. just on Grandstand Sport on the app, so I can just stream it. And it sounds that better. and the
1: cricket is extremely disappointing. So I don't. <laughs> no, it's what? Do you, well, well, that depends.
0: <laughs> Welcome uh. to down, down wickets are falling <laughs> down quickly. <Yeah. laughs> My yeah. name is not Jim Maxwell.
1: My uh, name look- is not Richie Benno. <laughs>
0: It's definitely not Richie Banner. Um
1: Yeah, well the, I mean we, we obviously linked up like hot boys in the, during the break. We, we we saw a cricket game together in we the saw flesh. The heat. You may have seen you it came. on the
0: timeline. we you, you drove up the Pacific Motorway like a hurricane coming to bring I did coming coming, to, coming into Brisbane coming to, to mess bring up Brisbane.
1: And then <laughs> I, I like a hurricane I barreled down to take out the heat, and lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> 3 hours later in the Gabba. That's right. Um I've got to say though, do you, what do you mean that the cricket wasn't great? I didn't say it wasn't great. I said it was disappointing, especially if you're an Australian to watch your team play like shit. Well, no, cuz here's the thing.
0: I think it's disappointing if you're an if you're in the Australian cricket team.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it was a t- I
0: would say Here's the thing that I will say is mm. that I just don't think you can be a true cricket fan mm. and say, oh, that was disappointing. Because well, the true winner is cricket. That's true. What a wonderful result. And they were great Went games. For the ages. They were was, great. They were fantastic
1: games. Test cricket at its best. Absolutely. But it still hurt very much to have to see. The, the upsetting thing about the Australian cricket team is it's not like, for all our american nba fans it's not like the new york knicks where we've for a very long time been very shit we the australian cricket team as of the past five years has been on a roller coaster of best on the planet to what are we doing yeah do we do we know how to play cricket
0: and yeah, ba- basically can Steve Smith save this innings? Yes. Okay, go, go to column A. Or go go. Yeah. You step you step over here, sir. To success. Does
1: Dave want to get out after five balls? If yes, or go to page yes, Go to page 68. Yeah. <laughs> if no, turn the next page. <laughs> it was it was one of those summers. But um and page 68,
0: you lose the Ashes. Look at us
1: from cricket to from clubhouse to cricket. We've really
0: uh, think- But that's the thing. I was just going to say like uh, yeah, look, Clubhouse, Clubhouse is a thing now. Twenty twenty one seems to have yeah. just shot up, and it's like, hey, here is this new.
1: You thought podcasting was cool, yeah. and Check we're going to master, out. and we are going to master look, Clubhouse by the end of the year, by twenty twenty two. Both myself, Dominic Bowden Fitzgeralds, and Morgan Robinette uh, <laughs> Morgan <laughs> Morgan Robinette Robert, Roberts. <laughs> we'll have mastered clubhouse through some form we'll or be the kings
0: of clubhouse yeah i was just so ashamed that when i was like when i suggested it, i was like well i can't do anything because i can't use my computers mm. um well i mean i could have re- i could have plugged mm. but that's the thing i don't know the you know the battery and stuff you know you just you can't really record a podcast when you have a blackout
1: no i'm i'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that you thought a you thought a how was it 90
0: minutes? Well it was just I just have not I just don't remember a, a blackout that going that long
1: since I was a kid I there was a blackout Wow there was a blackout for us um in April this very year I remember I mean last year yeah you're right last year you're right 2020 it's 2021 time to let the light in uh yeah I was sitting on the couch like Easter weekend or the weekend after Easter sometime during that break. Sitting on the couch at like ten o'clock watching the movie Election with Matthew Broderick <laughs> on like SBS or something on the TV. And then the power went out, and I was like, huh. Well, I guess I'm not watching the rest of the movie. Damn. Um I woke up, power was still off. And the power was off until midday that day. So Whoa, yeah. It's a little 18 hour joint. That's a little I
0: mean I guess I could have I guess I could have you know, jerry-rigged something together with my MacBook <laughs> and hoped that it was charged and gone f- gone cellular, you know. I thought you were about to, say you're about to
1: jerry-rig, it, jerry-rig like a little, like a generator, get the, get the gas pump. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the that's right. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You got to keep the fridge
0: running? No, I re- got to record a podcast. Got to record <laughs> just- a pod. Priorities. But then I thought, well, we could jump on Clubhouse. And you're like, bro, I've been on the invite list for four yeah, weeks. Yeah, like, bro, I
1: gave them Fuck. my phone number and my I'm so they reserved sorry. my they had Dom Fitz Film Boy reserved for four oh, weeks. Wow. That's look, hey, look,
0: at least you got that reserved. Yeah. You got, got the name reserved. Well now I'm looking at it and it says you have
1: two invites.
0: You can yeah, invite they're nice now because they they're like, Well, oh, I had five. I had one or two when I first got in, and then and then over the weeks, uh, I think they're like, "Hey, oh, you, you got five now." Yeah, they've given you more. Yeah, because they're ramping it up a bit. Like who getting...
1: who who was the who who did you first invite?
0: Ah, a friend of the show, Stephen Van Elk. Got oh no, I mean he he got me on. He invited yeah. me. Yeah, I saw oh, that I
1: invite first.
0: Oh, who um... did you
1: who did you pass the gift on
0: to? I've passed it on to a friend of mine to Neil, but she hasn't accepted yet. And she may have accepted someone else's invite. But -hmm. also, you know, she's got other shit going on. Um, So it's basically you.
1: Well, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my, like, the option that says you have two invites. And it's showing me my contacts, which are attached to the phone number. Mm. But it's telling me, like, it knows how many people they have. Like, it knows how many people they have. Like, there's a.
0: There's a bunch of internet shit going on here that I fight that I, I, I don't, I don't want to know about because it would make me quite.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> so you wanna, can I, all right. This, this may be, this may be a, I, I think maybe bleep this out for comedic effect or put this at the end of the episode for the real ones that want to listen to the end. Okay. Uh, we're both aware of the little Dum Dum club. Yes. And running joke of the show for a while, we haven't listened to it in a while, but running joke for a while was that um, co-host Carl Chandler often gave, <laughs> I often had his phone number distributed. Yeah. I have that phone number in my phone for the <laughs> sake of me, for the sake of the bit. <laughs> and think- for some reason it knows, like it's telling me that he has nine other people on clubhouse. Like how, how, why is that information passed on to me? And how does it know that? Does it happen? Uh,
0: I just guess the app. People associated
1: with that I, phone number. That's
0: yeah. That's it's funny. telling that's me my funny.
1: local my local pizza restaurant in the small country town of Musselbrook has three friends on Clubhouse, and <laughs> I don't know what that means. Get them in. Get them it says here my mum has three friends on Clubhouse. <laughs> Who does my mum know that's on Clubhouse?
0: Bro, your mum's cooler than you. She's got three people on comment. I know,
1: I don't I only have I'm literally down the bottom here and it says I only have one. It's me. And it's you.
0: Fuck. Rip me. Rip you. The
1: security phone number for my work for the University of Newcastle <laughs> has three. I think we need to package
0: this podcast up and give it to your mum. I think she's got more yeah. internet credit. I'm gonna than give us. her a
1: ring after this. I'm gonna give her a ring and go, Hey mum. Have you, you yeah, have you ever heard of clubhouse? Have you ever heard of clubhouse? Imagine that I find I like I like find the most depraved group on Clubhouse. Like I find like a like a like top secret group. Yeah, no, but something like I really don't want my mum to be into, and I just see her in the clubhouse, and I'm like, oh, Mum, Mum, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, no, she comes to you, be like, Dom,
0: you y- look. This is for my eyes only. All right. Yeah. Boom. And here we are.
1: Doom, doom, uh, doom, doom, we have watched. Doom. See,
0: I thought we were gonna. We we did Bond. We already did a Bond, and then I was like, "Well, let's do." Because we've watched. Um, what have we watched?
1: Moonraker was the last I watched
0: one. Moonraker, and then we did a little funny. We did the commentary this for this the first Moonraker. step. back. We did the commentary, and then and then next, your pick was Swordfish, which yes. I have watched.
1: Yes, already. which I have yet to and- watch. You, I have yet to watch in the context of this podcast. I'll talk 2021 about
0: the, is the year where you take up all my bad habits. I think yeah. that's what We
1: have we we freaky friday each other's habits in, ret- yeah, in terms right. of this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um
1: I'll talk about the the inciting incident that led to our Swordfish episode coming up on the Swordfish <laughs> episode. But you know, I God. I haven't seen it yet in its entirety and so I And of course, we have our yearly tradition, our favorite 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 holiday Christmas in February coming up in February baby and we've decided what we're going to do for that we have decided we'll keep that a secret until the till the episode or till the tease but we just thought you know let's let's come back with what we do best nobody does it better than Bond baby
0: nobody does it better um I don't I'm glad you sent me that little YouTube link of the of the like summary because I think yes. I watched it a few months ago. Yes. Fuck this is like and that's as soon as I saw them talk about I'm like, oh my god, the opening in this film is so yep. ridiculously dumb. I, like, I nearly turned it off. I nearly turned it off. Really? I was like, I'm not watching.
1: yeah, I'm not watching this garbage Oh boy. This no. All right. No, well let's like let's oh. get stuck into let's get stuck which into nineteen eighty ones for rights only. Opening and I know with... some
0: pretty bad films. Like so I, I like So do you not like the scene?
1: Do you not like the scene?
0: I just thought it was like ah just the tone. I just was like, I don't need. Why is this not part of the film? And then you read more about it, and it's like it's pretty funny that they don't even mention yeah. Blowfield's name because no, because Kevin McQuarrie yet again. We're coming to McCrory that guy, but, yeah. rearing <laughs> yeah. his ugly head. We'll get there.
1: <laughs> it's Finally. coming soon. The storm. Don't just come. jump
0: on Stan and watch. You know. The- Everything or nothing.
1: It's, it's <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> gotta, Even though get we get the were, info we were, from the
0: <laughs> mouth of these boys.
1: Even though we were theoretically meant to be done by now, we were meant to have wrapped up this bond thing months ago. <laughs> they think, keep giving us an an extra deadline. They keep.
0: I think Barb can look at our calendars, and she's like, "Look, they've got all the time in the world."
1: Bing, bing. Yep.
0: But they still haven't fucking finished watching these films. Yeah. Well, we, we gonna, <laughs> so we better give them another six months. Yeah,
1: we <laughs> Yeah. If if we really can't hit it by this October, like uh, we're yeah. in trouble.
0: We may as well quit.
1: We're yeah, in we're, trouble. We may have to we may have to step our game up if that's the case, but we'll be cursed. We've got a very yeah, we've got a very good got a very good amount of time at this point. So uh, I
0: we could even take a break. We could do all well, Let's, the rest not, let's there, not
1: encourage this behavior. I'm just, but. Saying,
0: I'm just saying we could even, we, but the, the mm. thing is that that might be a bit of a tortoise in the hair scenario Jeez. where it's like, now we've got so much time. Oh fuck. We missed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want to come up here? Do you want to come up here? I'm currently, I'm pets. currently stroking a cat. Yes. Much like, um, the non, the non the non the non script Bond character in the in the opening of this movie. Yeah, so do you look just point blank? Just do you think that he this is a hooks good scene? him up? No, well,
0: uh uh See that it adds that context of the fact that they couldn't do anything, which kind of makes me go, you know, you know, well done. Nods. Yeah. Nods I, in your general direction of like, I th-
1: that's funny. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the word tone, because it's the scene literally opens opens with, with the 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 biggest canonical seismic. Oh, I, can event love of I love all that.
0: I love that. And then and then he goes chasing after person who shall not be named Blofeld, and I'm like, yeah. this is fucking so dumb.
1: It's that's he, a bad word. He, that's ableist word. It's just, so. It's just such a bad. It's just a bad tone. I just don't get it. But the fact alone, let's just let's not glance over that. Just the fact alone that it opens with a canonical reference to. Theresa Bond, yeah. AKA Dame Diana Rigg, RIP married to George Lazenby's bond in the year 1969. And that Roger Moore is, is, is his bond is paying off flowers. The fact that it is, that is the clearest thing we'll ever see as canonical Bond. That's mm. like, I, and we haven't talked about this. I don't think at all in, no. in the, in the, in the 13 episodes, but the bond is a code name meme. Which yeah, I do I, not. We sus- say
0: meme in terms of idea, like it's an idea. It's I a, it's don't subscribe to it
1: in the slightest, and it annoys no. me that everybody who doesn't watch these movies goes, "Oh yeah, it's probably just a code name." Hey, I'm like, no, no listen, no. listen. I don't know what kind of society we live in where people have to be such sticklers for continuity. Anymore. I think we, but we live in a society. We live in a society where continuity has to be so airtight or everybody loses their minds. It's, that was a bad, that was a bad joke, impression. Can I try again? That was, no, <clears throat> that, that's, no, 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 that's it. It, it, it goes, it's appropriate. It
0: started well and it, and it didn't do, did do so well by the end. Just mm, mm, quite like the opening of this. The film. scene I loved the, the very scene, start though. Like the whole fact that he's at the graveyard and then like, yeah. The priest is there, and you're like, oh, now the priest is like an inside man who's
1: like saying yeah. he's gonna. Oh, it's just that's classic. Listen, plot. the thing, the thing about the scene is that, yeah. Context aside, I think I still, I don't remember. I loosely remember the first time I saw it, and I probably didn't think too much of it because I didn't used to think too much of this film. But as you're going to find out in great detail, this is maybe one of my favorite Bond movies of all time. Like maybe top three.
0: I find so many elements of it. Also, share the tone uh, of the, the, the of the second half of yeah. that little opening scene. Like all of the stuff with the 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 girl and the skiing, and yeah. I'm just I'm like, why does any of this matter? Yeah, well, we'll and get. I to- find that the way that it flips between mm-hmm. those two things is so because there's so many great parts of it too.
1: Yeah, well, we'll um, well, we'll get to we'll get to that later build off. But just in, in in terms of summarizing the opening. The fact that it's immediately it goes from this solemn like reminder of the Bond character losing his wife. You're right, to this I think like it's I was very the Benny Hill
0: music should have been playing.
1: No, that's no, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it By goes that the far. End, he picks up that the guy, for is He picks like, up
0: a guy in a wheelchair yeah. with the skids of a helicopter a guy. and dubs him into yeah. a guy who shall yep. not be named for reasons yep. into the chimney of yep. a fucking some yep. sort of production for like not no yeah even for
1: James Bond this is a bit ridiculous <sighs> yeah but it,
0: it, I, I think that bon- <laughs> i think that bill
1: conti music sells it for me like this this the score of this film not the usual john barry affair scored by no. rocky himself bill conti mm. and this soundtrack is like heavy rotation on my playlist cuz there's such a different energy about it where it still feels like obviously we hear those James Bond sections and we go yeah that's bond music but just the energy of the soundtrack does so much for me in this film like it takes that opening scene up to this this high pitch where I'm like fist pumping the air i saw this movie in a theater last year and it's yeah. and i just i couldn't help but like do some stomps on the ground pump my when that opening horn comes in the It's like it's like soccer chance to me. I was immediately there and with it. So I have to watch
0: I have to watch it again, I think. Because I think I have to watch this next three bonds that we're gonna do
1: again. Well the the commonality between all these bonds which we can use to start talking about other things, is the fact that this is the beginning of the John, John Glenn. Glenn run. Correct. John Glenn, who was, you know, famously a second unit director for a large handful of the previous Bond films and the editor of most of the previous Bond films.
0: Didn't he edit, um, You Only Live Twice? You,
1: yeah, yeah, oh, I don't, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I, yeah, very well may have been. No, yeah. No, uh, uh, no he definitely edited... Matter. He definitely edited Cat. Can you not? The cat is chewing on my earphone cable. Um, <laughs> He definitely edited Um, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I know that for a okay. damn fact. Um, But yeah, the, John Barry is just such a stable of the Bond franchise. And I think a lot of critics...
0: John Glenn or John, both John. Did I John, say John Barry? You said John Barry.
1: I meant John Glenn. He's he, too many did Johns died. Is
0: 81. Did he pass away? John Glenn John is Barry. still, a,
1: uh, John Barry died in 2011.
0: Oh, but he stopped doing the score for some reason. He
1: stopped doing the score. Yeah. In 1987. I think he just retired. Okay. Oh, cool. He just retired. Um, but John Glenn, I think some critics, I, I think, I think I will use the phrase unfairly but I I can see why they often describe his reign as not being very sensationalist in Mm. a sense, like compared to the big moments of James Bond that we've seen previously, like your Lewis Gilbert films. And well, that's it. We've, we've often said that John Lewis Gilbert is the only director so far that's been showing any kind of major stylistic influences on the, On the on the films, no disservice Mm -mm. meant to obviously Guy Hamilton and Terence Young and Peter Hunt, but what do you mean in terms of their scope? No, in terms of like the like we talked about in the in the you only live twice episode that that's when like film technique really started to or like totally yes like I often think about that big helicopter shot of Sean Connery running across the dock roofs as the moment like as like the butterfly really spreading its wings. Like the moment we really became sensationalist cinema. Mm. And I think John, John Glenn, fuck, it's going to be hard not mixing up those Johns for a while. John Glenn, (laughs) I think gets unfairly slept with. He's the workman's director. You know, he's the, he just gets it done. But I think, I think John Glenn's run is, is the most bond we've ever seen to date. Like, I think it's pure bond alchemy. Just ingrained into every visual element, every shot, every frame, every acting decision, every piece of music cue. I think it's all. I think it's all just perfect, by formula Bond.
0: I think if you re- if we you take away, I was about to say something so silly. If you take away all the bits that I don't like, <laughs> but obviously, like yeah. yeah, but but there's but that's the thing. Like it flips between those two things. Well, what For me, don't like, you like? I just don't I don't like the tone change where it's where that girl with the skiing. Baby. Yeah. And it's almost it's so Johnson. like, yeah, and it's like, and She's... then I also don't like the flip at the end that where, you know, where she reveals herself to be like, actually, no, I'm totally down to fuck. And you're like, oh, uh, okay, of course you are. <laughs> well, she... And like, he's like, nah, nah, seriously. All right. it's too
1: can we give can we give our applause to the I think maybe one of the most important bond milestones Bond finally <laughs> declined sex <laughs> from a woman for one for the very first and what may have well been the last time wow I may not have done it since I couldn't tell you off by heart but that man it's so it was so important to me when I showed that movie to some friends for the first time That, uh, the, 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 the the metaphorical uh, exhaling of relief of like, oh, thank God he doesn't fuck somebody. Like there's a, there's a limit on this thing. (laughs) There is a floor and it is 19. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's, and
0: cause, cause the the thing I, the thing I see when, when that scene happens is a contemporary Reading of it would be: see, he's not the worst. Yeah, he doesn't just fuck anything with a
1: pulse. I know. Like
0: a modern reading of it is like, wow, the bar is set so low. I
1: know, but it's a bar. (laughs) But it's a bar. (laughs) Thankfully, I'm just like we've we yeah. Like there are there are a small handful of moments that are genuinely undefendable and questionable in this in this franchise. In fact, I think there may only be two, but. The general the general kaleidoscope of sexual encounters that James Bond has, this is one of the most memorable purely because it doesn't happen. Yeah. That it strange, is clearly strange. like... And he is so emphatic about rejecting her too. Like, from the get-go, he does not entertain the thought. He is just like... It's not like he suddenly decides, oh, whoops, no. Like, the funniest yeah, line yeah. Roger Moore has ever said is let go. Put your clothes on, baby. We'll get you an ice cream. Ice cream. It's <laughs> like fucking hell. Savage. Absolutely savage, Sir Roger. The thing Thunder. about
0: the thing is, that it just annoyed me about it was that I don't. I did. I don't yeah. see how she has any real role. Like, why keeping her around? Just yeah. gives you. It's just giving you this character that is just. No winch someone that, that can whinge wherever they yeah. place her in this in the, in the script. Yeah. Especially all the way to the end where it's like, what are we doing up in this big mansion on the top of the yeah. hill? And it's like, oh, shut up. We'll, we'll I... be fine. <laughs> just go to your room. Yeah. Like, we'll get an ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I... <laughs> I just, she just does not have, you know, she just does not have a purpose.
1: No. Well, yeah. This is the other thing, right, that we, that we, uh... There's no there's a short story that this is based off of. But the short story aspect that this that that it borrows is purely just the the Havelock's murder and um Melina, who is called something else in the book, um, seeking revenge for the death of her parents, right?
0: Which is fantastic.
1: But it doesn't go it's into fantastic. the Christatos plot. It just goes it's into just so much extra plot that doesn't need yeah. to happen. Alright, well yeah, well that's my thing. If you dislike the BB plot, like the BB plot it's not a lot of the film like it really okay. is only those two scenes that you mentioned it's her sort of set up during the ski field and introducing the 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 blonde muscle guy and then yeah, her and um the trainer sort of coming around at the end just sort of being there you're right How's they dance? don't serve no not trust dance way. the 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 uh, in there later Yes, he is. He is a blonde muscle, but he is not the blonde muscle. He he's is not a, the muscle. He's not the red Grant clone number four. Are we up to? I don't know. Um, number four. but yeah, the, let's talk about the like you said the part you really like, and maybe my favorite. No, I'm going to say absolutely my favorite Bond girl of the of the entire franchise.
0: Yeah, it's not Ooh. a bad call. Like, I think that, and like. It rem- she's seeing that little link that you sent me and reading, mm-hmm. you know, the summary again on Wikipedia. It's yeah. just it's like, Oh yeah. Fuck. She has so much to do. In
1: Carol Bouquet
0: So Malena much Habibur. agency and so much action where she saves the day.
1: She's the main character. She's, she's, she's the closest yeah, totally. I've ever seen to a character that isn't James Bond, be the main character of a James Bond film. I think that's a fair observation. Like she is just from the get go. The very first time we see her, is like when she's disembarking off the plane and and meeting her parents for the first time before her parents get fucking gunned down in a scene that is played so straight and so calm until it isn't. And then there's just that flick of the Bill Conti music and that close-up zoom of her eyes.
0: Yeah, it's a great shot. That
1: vision is imprinted onto my brain for life. That shot of just her looking dead into the camera. That's the main example I use of people when they say that John Glenn doesn't like is is like the stock standard director. No, that is a choice and that is that that one frame tells more about the entire character and plot of the film than a lot of other shots in a lot of the other previous James Bond movies.
0: Mm. Totally. I would I would agree with that statement. I just I I, I found anything that includes her and James um especially when it comes to water and there's quite a lot of it in this oh, film baby. is all quality stuff and is up there with like great bond stuff yeah this is good gear this is good gear it's, it's this exceptional is exceptional gear this and 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 uh, as i have now seen them mm. this really says this is why you love this sort of set of 3 yeah yeah this, this is, is the the great final trilogy of more
1: yeah it really is like if we look at like we we, we, we we've we've clearly been tippy-toeing around the fact that Rog clearly has not had the cleanest of run up until now but this is the beginning of the peak plateau trilogy of more like this octopussy and a view to a kill are just three absolutely perfect portrayals of of james bond by an actor who is clearly so calm and has figured out his balance of the role like let's talk about like the roger moore performance in here because this is the one that plays with his age probably almost as perfectly as skyfall does right where it's clearly you know without giving too much of a production spiel there was question about whether this would have been um Jay, uh, Roger Moore's last go at it,
0: and well, so wasn't that question that? Well, which, which means, yeah, like he he, he wasn't. He, there was conversations about yeah. him not doing it because he at was fifty three at the time of shooting this. The fact that he even got to do this and then another two is kind of like
1: yeah crazy. Well, I mean there are there are reasons for the for the next two that we'll discuss in those episodes. But for now, it was like damn. If we're going to send Roger out, we got to we got to send him out big. But we obviously have to come down from Moonraker,
0: because
1: mm. the other production That's story anything.: <laughs> Well, the other production story is that they Moonraker cost so much, yeah, and it was like successful, but it just cost so much. Mm. And the studio had had some other flops. MGM had had some fantastic flops around Moonraker. Mm. So they were like, well, obviously we need to give the James Bond movie all the money we have." But that's just not as much as usual. So you guys need to find something that's down to earth. Tighten it up. But that's the thing. that This felt like
0: a Bond film, whereas Moonraker felt like something else. Exactly. So this just felt like a return
1: to Bond. Yeah. If we compare like this, it not to Moonraker, but to The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, totally. Which is, totally. you know, a Bond film by all intents and purposes, but it is much closer to the Moonraker scale of things. While this There's feels.
0: Submarines.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, I just don't think we need that because the more that you, the more that you get into Bond, the 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 more you go no. Bond Bond doesn't li- look yeah. Bond has those beats. You but you, you don't d- have to make. Yeah. He does, spectacles don't have
1: to be big in scale. No, they just have to be big in ambition and you and ju- drama. And you just can't do it all the time. Like I'm no. down for a the the spy who loved me sized Bond film once every. Three films, you know what I'm saying? Once every three or four mm. films, like, don't the back to back of The Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker is just it's like when you order a whole bucket at KFC, like, it's just like too
0: much. You know what it's like? You know why? You know what I liken it to? Mm. What do you liken it to? Is Star Wars Episode 9. Yeah, it's like. But I don't even want that scale. Like That gets, <laughs> that, that was too much. Yeah, like compared to what? Like, yeah,
1: like compared to the greatest yeah, Star Wars movie let, made it's pr- taking let's place tip previously. All that to-
0: yeah, yeah. Or, or the analogue to that in um, mm. 1980, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. The, the other middle trilogy film that sits in a space of mm. telling the story without going, oh, and here, here we're going to pour all the Star Wars toys into the sandpit yeah. and play with them all at once. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. And if that's the best analogy of episode nine that <laughs> has ever if that is not, then please tell yeah. me what is. Because- it's like
1: comparing oh, the on. Mandalorian <laughs> season two to the Mandalorian season one. <laughs> Too many toys. Um no, I thought season. I'm not two gonna try great. and hijack. Hey, I'm not gonna try and hijack sorry. your Star Wars analogy. I'm not tapped into Star Wars enough right now. You're just to- pissed
0: off that I turned off the recording before.
1: No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> No, I'm not. Salty. Still haven't watched the um, scene, by the way. Um <laughs> But Roger Moore but yeah. I think Roger Moore is as James Bond right here is just It's it's the it's the oldest, I think, canonical he's ever been played. Like in my little head canon that I've not talked about on this show, about the order I think the James Bond movies take place in like some kind of chronology, this is the end. Like I really think this is the last. James Bond movie there is because it takes place after the beyond devastating loss of his wife and it, it's it really, it really is this story about see that's why I can never like completely disagree about the opening scene right because uh-huh. you're right the opening scene is this big gaudy fuck you to Kevin McClory in execution when on paper it's the it's a weird setup for this movie's theme which is entirely about revenge and the logic and the moral behind the script as written is that james bond got his revenge against the person that killed his wife but it it clearly didn't change that much about him like he still has to work he still has to be james
0: bond that's why that's why he is so anti yeah what's her name
1: cuz he see, yeah cuz he sees it in Molina. Yeah. he's like listen i've i've done what you think you want to do and it's like it's when- not going to help you that it, line is great. When you set up for
0: revenge, you have you, to do two grabs great. For it.
1: Absolutely fucking it's give great him, Give Roger Moore the Oscar on that on that clip alone. Let's get him a posthumous Oscar. <laughs> but yeah, it, that's the yeah. bit. And then when it climaxes at the end, and he's like, he really has to step in and be like, "Listen, I, I'm James Bond. I kill many people for a living. I've killed three guys just in the past two, ten minutes. So i I can't <laughs> stop you from doing this." But I really just want you to take my word for it, and then luckily, you know, Topol just sticks a knife, Call of Duty style, in that motherfucker. How good is Topol in this? Topol to the is Topol absolutely
0: goaded. As now an official, you know, return.
1: It's return
0: to the fam in the down down <laughs> as, asylum. <laughs> I know.
1: We 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 welcome. I like that was. The, I've not seen Fiddler on the Roof, so when I saw Topol in um, Flash Gordon, I was like, "Damn, this is really what my what my guy from 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 Euro's <laughs> is Only is I up love. to." Yeah, yeah, but it's like this is the, he's the bar set. He's so funny, and he's such yeah, he's a so smart. Right. He's such a good character because he's not like he's like. I get upset when characters in film and television act irrational out of nowhere like if their irrationality is not set up i'm gonna take i'm gonna take problem with it and and topol's character is just the most rational like listen Christados may have told you it was me but it's not me it's him <laughs> and we can go there and i can prove it to you brother i <laughs> uh, here take my gun if you want to shoot me if you really trust Christados, like shoot me now but I'm going to keep here eating these pistachio nuts while we get this work done. It was a great flip. And and
0: I just like a lesser actor would have, it would have just felt cheap and you would have gone, nah, he's lying. Yeah. And this is a con. He would have made it look like, yeah, they would have made it
1: look like so evil. Like during that scene with Countess Liesel in the casino, he would have been like, Uh, whatever whatever, whatever. he would have made it look like so evil and shit but like you watch those scenes after the fact and topol's just sitting there and he's like hey you want to do me a favor you want to pretend like i've just said something really egregious and leave and try and take james bond with you yeah sure (laughs) it's lit (laughs) like he is just so he's just like butter smooth in that role
0: still though uh, speaking of Cameron lethal (laughs) yes um just another classic
1: Harris, example of the late Cassandra
0: Harris. Yeah. But it, in the film. Yeah. Like, yeah. Another Look, gratuitous.
1: Yeah. That one's, that one's a bit much. Like it's a bit much. It's a bit much. A bit much. Guys, it's, you don't have, you don't, you don't. And it's, and it's, I, I know why it's there more so than, than just the usual. Cause it's meant to be another like little mid film reminder of James Bond could get women hurt. Like, Oh no, it's, it's like his wife all over again. Yeah, and it's like, which is why I think that the 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 death happens as it is, and the little mark on the forehead is like a very subtle callback to Teresa. <clears throat> yeah, I study film, bro. Um, but yeah, the um, she, her performance is so like it's uh, again, I, I've just used this example for Topol, but it's it's butter smooth. It just fits into the picture so cleanly, so effectively. Mm. Yeah, look. And of course, I've let's not say, let's not let's not forget to mention that um do you know who Cassandra Harris's husband was at the time? Ah mm. I didn't until I watched that wonderful mm. little YouTube video you just sent me. Mm. <laughs> A little little Irish just American little family. boy named Pierce Brosnan. Huh, that name sounds familiar. Hey, Cubby. I wonder
0: where he will crop up in the future. There are big things for him.
1: Cubby, take a look at this young fella, huh? (laughs) The thing about, and what,
0: he could, because he could have, because he should have been in, were were it not for what's his, what's his, um, Show that he was in is police yeah Remington show. steel. no this was, this was um, before Remington that steel. this is
1: before that
0: no no, but that's the thing, like if it wasn't for that, he yeah. would have been bonded in three yeah. films
1: well we'll t- yeah well we'll yeah well i'm gonna I'm gonna say if, once we finish talking about the film, I'll do a little bit of talk about the 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 what was happening around the the casting, but well I've um, got
0: nothing much more to say about it, like I think overall it's great, like I think entire at times tone wise i yeah. as I've said, I get frustrated with where it goes yeah. Um, not as much as Jaws and Jaws yeah. love interest in the last <laughs> film. But approaching
1: Yeah like that.
0: I think maybe it's coming off that and you're kind of just going, <laughs> No, don't don't like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just give me James Bond. Um, don't give me this weird Yeah, well Yeah. I mean that's I don't know, maybe um, that's just a very emblematic of the Roger Moore years and that's fine. Of but...
1: the of the first half of the Roger Moore. Years. Yeah, true. So it's just
0: it. it's, like, it's triggering me from that
1: don't do it. I again. think I, I think I want that to be my last point because we sort of glided over it. That at its very core, the 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 absolute best part of this movie is so Roger Moore and Carol Bouquet as James Bond and Melina. It's it's honestly the most I don't want to say ever, but it's definitely one of the greatest relationships we've ever seen James Bond have. Not even because it's like that meaningful. Just the way they play it is clearly like Roger Moore. This version of Bond is is I think the most soft yet, like still serious. And at his core, cool. like he's a killer. Like just that scene of like she's walking, like she's getting tracked through the through the streets of um, what's the name of the Snow Village? It's blanking on me. Um. Some. Uh, uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm blanking on the, the. The snow resort. She's in the flower store, and the, the two bike guys pick her up, and Bond dispatches the two bike goons, and then they have this goons. Incre- yeah. Well, they, oh. <laughs> the goons. Yeah. They, no, I just love that word. Yeah. <laughs> and they have this incredibly short but sweet um ride back to the hotel in like this little horse and carriage, and on paper it sounds like the schmaltziest thing ever. But they have this really beautiful conversation in the back that is just about, you know, why why he does what he does, you know, how she's feeling about her father and mother and the revenge. And in that moment, Roger Moore is just so sweet, yet is still James Bond. And it's something I've, I've only seen one, uh, like a ha- very small handful of times since. Like, I think it's mm. one of those moments that every Bond actor needs to do at least once to be goaded. And I think mm. it's something I haven't seen Sean Connery do, but <laughs> let me not no, just... We all know, but mate, he's in the
0: bin. I think we can all finally move on. The fact <laughs> that we've now watched more Roger Moore films than Sean Connery ever did as James Bond. No, we haven't. Or oh, I've watched, well, we've watched them. No, but there, I, are, I six, but there are
1: six, even without the... <laughs> Oh shit! He's got even, the extra one. Oh fuck! Yeah, even without even without the film that is now, the film that I will now, well, that I will later, um, you know, talk about next week, next whenever the next Bond episode is. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, there's six of his, but yeah, Roger Moore is really just operating on another level. And I think I've mentioned, like, I, like I said, I think the music here is absolutely goaded. I think the set pieces. I mean, we've got a great, iconic, ye- little yellow car chase through the through the Grecian I love hills. That car chase
0: so much, absolutely. And the
1: fuck you to the Lotus, the fuck you to the Lotus is like just funny. Just watching that <laughs> Lotus blow up immediately.
0: <laughs> is it where he drives up and then it's like game over?
1: Yeah. Is, is it, that.
0: Is it still a contract with Lotus? Was this film or was that was it, did no, the, no, did the no, yeah, no, 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 the
1: Lotus, no, yeah, no, the Lotus still had the contract. Cause he's driving another Lotus in the, in the snow. Fit, oh, okay. He's driving
0: another Lotus. It's <laughs> literally just a
1: fuck you to the people that were like, Oh, that Lotus had so much stuff in it. Or it's very excessive. Like it's what we're saying. Like it's a fuck you to the excess of Moonraker and Spy Who Loved Me. So they're just like, mm-hmm. Oh, the car has too many gadgets. Well, fuck the car. We're going to blow it up immediately and stick them in a Citron. <laughs> <laughs> which again is beautiful set piece uh the ski chase my lord my lord what a great the one where he gets into the bob again <laughs> yeah another slay. another go to toboggan so run insert so good. after the slalom jump it's all so cool um what's the next set piece after that there's um there's the oh i mean we don't even have to talk about being tied up behind the boat Probably,
0: the, I I reckon that's that's up there with like some of the best bonds Like, yeah. we're gonna kill you, but we're not gonna just yeah. shoot you in the head. Oh we're yeah, it's like the, elaborately it's the, do all this stuff, yeah. and it's like,
1: eh, this, this is fantastic. that's what's so funny. It's not even <laughs> that elaborate. Like, it's literally just, uh, we're tying you to a rope and dragging you, and eventually the sharks will get you. Like, <laughs> it's pretty true. Like, it's it's that perfect balance <laughs> for me of like it's very much not just shooting them in the head and dumping them over the ocean, but it's very much like, this should work entirely. (laughs) Like, this would work (laughs) 99% of the time if James Bond wasn't attached to the other rope.
0: The thing that it didn't sell with me, though, is because... Does it
1: not sell with you?
0: Well, I mean, it's James Bond, so obviously you have to have conceit upon conceit upon conceit to, like, further the narrative structure. But the thing is that the villain never seemed like he was ne- he's never a maniac. No, he's just a guy trying to fucking yeah. break the rules. Yeah. So it didn't sell it for me. Like <sighs> if it was, if it was Drax doing like, yeah. like Drax would do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Drax you're would, right.
0: Drax would do that. Drax would like cut them yeah. and put them in the ocean and do that.
1: Yeah. That's true. Drax did like, stick them underneath a giant rocket propeller. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like Jax would do that. And they're this trying guy, to dump
1: him in like a pool with pythons. It's
0: totally yeah. But this yeah. guy just seems like a dude
1: who's just fucking trying it, to. It, well, it comes across to me is very mafioso type. Makes money from selling the the, the device. Yeah, to the, the Russians, A-tag. You know? Um, this one is another girl on the machine. I don't think I've talked about it since uh, the From Russia with Love episode, but we've we've had a few girl in the machine tropes from here. Um, yeah, no, I buy it completely because it feels like a very mafia type beat and which which christatos you know is just in the in the greek underworld um, and also i'm like yeah he's not a fucking megalomaniac he's just going to fling him to the sharks it's not like they can find see- it's not like they can find where i'm going to do the deal that's unlucky that's if it wasn't for that talking bird mm. oh we have to talk about the last scene we have to talk about the last scene we have to talk about fucking oh really mr bond I don't remember that. What happens there? The, the literal end scene. All right. So we've, we've done it. We've, we've destroyed the thing. We've thrown we've off, the off the cliff. We've, we've thrown it off the mountain. That's, that's, his dying they throw, you don't have it. I don't have it. Great line. Great scene featuring, um, General Gogol. Um, Bond. Love when General
0: Gogol and, and Bond actually get to meet and have. I know. And scene.
1: I love it. They're just like, Oh, James, I'd see what you did there. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Look it's at classic. you, a stickler for peace. Okay, a classic
0: Cold War gaff that would
1: never happen. Oh, that's my dream Cold War. Like that's that's what I love the most is like Cubby, broccoli, and the gang were like, we don't want this to, we don't want this bullshit to happen. Let's just be peace. Let's just, if we put peace out into the world, maybe it'll come back to us. And eventually, it did, kind of. But we're gonna keep working at it. But no, right, mm. they're on the boat, and they're kissing, and they do the. It wouldn't be a Roger Moore Bond film if his If his bosses weren't trying to peep in on him fucking just one time for the end of the movie. Oh, that's right. And so this time they patched the phone through the watch to 10 Downing Street with an actress who apparently was quite famous for doing um, Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) But the bird going, give us a kiss to Margaret Thatcher is... The funniest thing yet, the closest I'll have to an out-of-body experience watching a James Bond film. I mean, it's just like,
0: it's f- funny because we've been watching The
1: Crown. Oh yeah. So, it's like- <laughs> so you could picture who plays Margaret Thatcher in The Crown?
0: Gillian Anderson. Oh
1: wow. Yeah. Do you reckon she she would she could go? Well, really, Mister Bond.
0: I think she would have. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure she would have stood for it Carrie
1: today. Joji Fuganaga <laughs> said in the only, so far the only episode of the official No Time to Die podcast rip um, that the, the James Bond movies take place in their own political bubble like they don't reference real world events and then I just, every time I think about Judy Dench talking about 9-11 in Casino Royale and fucking Margaret Thatcher <laughs> trying to kiss Bond Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you can't get away with that line carry. I know what we've done. Like I get it. Most people have only seen those Craig films, but listen bro. Look, it's it's
0: it's basically a different continuity, right?
1: Yes. I no, mean, it's it's no we're, we're good. no we're coming into it, bro. They're going to link them up. Um but either way, yeah, Delta. This is quality. Classic. This is good. One of my all-timers. Top 3 for me. No problem. Wow. That's a big that's a big haul. It's absolutely my favorite Roger Moore film. Maybe even my favorite John Glenn film, which is very tough considering his last two, but it's very much up there.
0: Well, I think that's enough for me and that's mm-hmm. enough from Dom. What do you think?
1: 2021. We back we back to it, running the game. We are back. Uh, we'll
0: have Christmas in July next week. Christmas, Christmas in, in February. Christmas in February next week. Oh yes. Um I'm gonna see, speaking of we're just gonna tie it back to the cricket. Mm. Um, Heat need twenty nine off twenty three balls. <sighs> yep. I reckon they can do it, but I'm gonna go
1: watch. You go you go watch, man. I'm I'm too salty. They needed but-
0: seventy something off forty and I was like, damn, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. But yeah. um Sam Heaslet's come yeah. in and smash yeah. it away. So yeah. happy days. We'll be back soon. Um, follow us on socials. We'll put it in, yeah. so, in the show. Follow notes.
1: us on Clubhouse, baby. Getting on Club. At Dom Fitz Film ba- Film Boy. Wait, at Morgan C Roberts. Yeah, I'm Morgan C Roberts everywhere. You know that. exactly, baby. baby with
0: with a twenty twenty one. We back. See you online somewhere soon.
1: Uh, have a good weekend. Have a good week. Uh, until-
0: Until then, my name is Roberts, Morgan Roberts.
1: My name is Fitzgerald, Dominic Fitzgerald.